Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. A recap of Session 29. Jeb and Moonlight return to camp very sadly. They inform everyone of the passing of Kestrel and Savatri. They are met with two people who seem willing to take the departed's place in Peach Pie the Clown and a wandering wizard. Cue new character introduction. The next day, we all head out to the Aaron Tower for revenge. Very cautiously, we approach the room where the Ether Spider killed Kestrel and Zavatri. We find their web-covered corpses, and immediately, the spider returns. Combat ensues, the spider jumps around and tries to poison a bunch of us. Our new group dishes out the deeps, and the spider is squished. Moonlight, however, is heavily poisoned. It takes a lot of resources and checks, but Moonlight eventually is saved. The tree, all done. All done trying to not die? Yes. Yeah. I, I believe so. I found some <laughs> cool armor. <laughs> Peach Pie all... will pick up a, a Kestrel and a Savatri, one on each shoulder, and uh, take some time to take them outside of this place and lay them down to be able to prepare them to take them back for a proper burial. So do you set them outside in the landing next to the piles of loot that you guys left last time you were here? Yeah, I help with that. Sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll cut the cocoons open. We also loot all the shit that's in the ground in here and search this room. Aside from what Kestrel and Savatri had on them, you guys can go ahead and take anything that you had and put it into the party loot. Do you guys want me to just put dump everything into there? Sure. Sort yep. through it. I'm going to uh, do some Arcana checks on that magical shit too. The full plate and talisman. Go ahead and do that now. So full plate, 25. That has a plus one full plate right there. Talisman, nice. 16. 16. I actually don't believe that's enough. Isn't it just like 10 plus the spell level? I don't remember what the rules are on that. It's just as the G the GM sets the DC for your check. So it'd probably just be a based on level DC kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like it would be level DC then. Yeah, that makes sense. The 16 is not going to do it. So you're not sure with this. It's really, it's a it's a gem kind of a blood red gem. It's definitely magical. Hey, Tree, I saw you cast magic. Is. Do you know what this is? What kind of check is it? Any kind of magic check. Yeah, you could oh. use nature if you wanted to. What is it? 29. <laughs> Jeb, Jeb, Jeb gets it right out of the gate. What you're looking at here is called a fear gem. It's not like a spell gem from Starfinder with this fear spell in it. No, it's, it's uh, something you affix to a weapon, and you can activate this talisman, which is a one-use single-use item, uh, as two actions for something called Intimidating Strike. Dark smoke seems uh -huh. to writhe within this obsidian gem. And when you activate the gem, you make an intimidating strike as the fighter feet. Make a melee strike. You, if you hit and deal damage, the target is frightened one or frightened two on a critical hit. Interesting. So we all got baited down and killed by a spider for a fucking fear gem. Yes, and apparently. a plus one full play. All right. So let's gather everything up gather up the bodies, do some identify. We're probably going to do some heals. Was that talisman the gem that the Kestrel had yes. found mm -hmm. and took off? Um, I got a 27 just to search the webbing, the cave, to see if there's anything in the webbing for items or anything like that, if it was just that one body in the center that had stuff. Aside from what I mentioned in, in the full plate, and the fear gem that was in the hilt of a broken falchion, which still lays shattered on the floor here. There is nothing else of interest. Peach Pie will pick up the, the ringmaster's wagon key and proffer it to Moonlight. Well, you are the circus leader now, if you'd like this. Thank you, Peach Pie, but I don't really sleep indoors. All right. Would you mind if I took it? Bubbles has very bad breath. 
I guess I don't see why not. Thank you. Mostly just so Ted doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, you guys have a lot of things to go through. Yeah. Uh, that's that's the longest list of mm-hmm. loot I've ever seen. Keep that's in mind you can get that. that bracelet of dashing now. <laughs> yeah, take it. So what do you guys want to do now? Well, our mission was to uh, ascend this place and kill some folks. You want to see some dinosaurs? I mean, yeah. they might not be straight up there friendly, but... may or may not be more of those. Cool dinosaurs. So what do we say? We just spend like an hour. Moonlight could use some healing if someone's bored. <laughs> oh, sure. I'll throw you uh, a check. Crit success! I'm killing it. Oh, all there you go. I heal you 13. Shit rolls, though. It's a good thing it was a crit success, and I am fully healed. Cool. Jeb, do you need one? I and need just have to remember that Kestrel... Or not Kestrel, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Each pot used his... Uh, battle medicine on Battle me. medicine on me. Yeah. So you guys want to go see the dinosaurs? Yeah. You guys are kind of patching up in the guard room. An hour goes by. Give me a perception check. 24. Okay. You don't think that anybody seems to be moving or doing anything on this floor. It's just very quiet. After the, the time passes, you're all healed up. Yeah, I remember the statue room and guide our crew there. Try to follow. Which route? I'll go through the, the original route we took, like up toward the dinos and then so north to, to east. Okay, okay kind of avoid that southern section of the first floor. Yeah, who knows how many more spiders are connected to that area. <laughs> yeah, there's like a nest of those guys down there, and now that we killed one, another one shows up. There's more spiders? No. Get to the base of the stairs, and they're, they're very smooth. They're rounded. It would almost seem as though something has been wearing the stairs down by consistent up and down traveling, except for it goes all the way across the stairs from left to right, all the way up as far as you can see. But I guess it was water running across it, wearing it down. Yeah, erosion from all the rain. Or an ooze. Or another ooze. Fucking another gelatinous cube. Does this place have wandering gelatinous cube guards? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) It's like, I don't know, give me a perception check. (laughs) You have no idea. I cautiously continue up the stairs. Well, did we ever actually check out these statues? I know you gave us a description of them, but... I did. I did. They are what would have been huge statues if it were their full humanoid form. They're boots, and if you take a close enough look, you see little marks along the top of what looks like they're broken off at the shins. I mean, does it look like it's been, like, hacked at, or...? Like sawed at or like how these like chiseled like at, but it's all over the feet and the legs, lower portion of the legs. As you're examining the statues, it starts getting really cold. You start to see your breath. The I continue inter- to smoke my pipe. <laughs> the entire interior of the tower is affected with a severe cold snap. In the next three hours. So, negative 21 to 12 Fahrenheit. Minor cold damage every hour. And for our listeners who use Celsius or centigrade, get wrecked, because I don't know the formula. (laughs) This says it in mine, 28 degrees to 11 degrees, or I'm sorry, negative 28 degrees to negative 11 degrees Celsius. What are you looking at? Archives of Nephis. No, it's not in the book. That's hilarious in Archives of Nephis. They they get it. That's great. Glad they did that, though. <laughs> well done. So the damage is minor cold every hour. Yep. How much is that? Like what is that four? At the end of every hour, 1d6 cold damage every hour. At that temperature, you'd be definitely losing some fingers after a while. You know, I didn't think we'd need cold weather gear in the temperate uh, area, so... Don't worry, the next floor is extremely hot. Let's find out. I don't think it is. But I start going up these stairs... I go back and put on Savatri's clothes on top of my clothes. 
So like almost nothing. Wait, why Savatri? I should have known Kestrels. <laughs> so also almost nothing. God damn it, why were we a monk and a hooker? Um, <laughs> not a hooker. So we just go up? Yeah. Not gonna worry about it? I'm not gonna uh, worry about it right now at least. The comings and goings of the gelatinous cubes have made this staircase more plural. of a s- plural. Don't think I didn't notice that plural. <laughs> Um, have basically made this into more of a steep ramp than an actual staircase. It is difficult terrain and uneven ground with a balanced DC of 14. So as you move up the stairs, I'm going to need everybody to give me an acrobatics check for balance on their way up if they attempt to move up without any sort of aid. Who's got the best acrobatics? I'll give you a rope. Go up there and tie it off. I've got a slurk that uh, can climb for free, so... Oh, yeah, why don't you do it? 21. I'm going to climb. I'll just start climbing. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'd try first. Okay, 25. I'm all right. (laughs) 14? (laughs) Everybody is able to successfully climb the central staircase. It's difficult, Wiz. The wizard has a little bit of a difficult time, but makes it. I would assume that Swanee and the Slurk would go last, considering the Slurk would actually make it more difficult for his party to ascend the staircase. It does not say the Slurk just creates an ooze everywhere it goes. It's only if he's like a snail. It. <laughs> it's kind of only hot. only if he uses the belly grease. I suppose you haven't asked him to do that in a while, ever. I've never asked him to do it. Who wants that? I've thought about it, but well, we'll talk about when you end up penning him in the, the circus. His pen is definitely going to be greasy. Just gonna have his own pen. Yeah, now that turtle's big enough, I might just ask Jeb if I can ride turtle. You forget to demount his turtle, just charges at an enemy. Yeah. No, 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 no! That would be the problem. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I don't normally want to be quite as close to combat as turtle is. I'm gonna go ahead and start. She stays moving. out of a lot of combat. She doesn't like fighting. Go ahead and range yourselves however you would on the stairs themselves. How many levels this place do we think there might be? I'm smart. It's really difficult to tell. But I'm really smart. I know what you I know you're really smart. But the sides slope in, so it's narrower at the top. You think you might be able to find out once you're done exploring this floor a little more, seeing how big it is. You need a you need a ratio comparison. Hey. You would not be in front of me. Get back where you you get back where you belong, Caster. You want to charge around me or something? <laughs> you all climb up to the top of the stairs. It's dark up here, requiring some sort of light source, if you were to see, for those of you who aren't Jebediah. I have, like, casted on my staff. I'll hold Bro. a sunrod again. Okay. When you get to the top of the stairs, you have two choices. The recognizably clean hallway goes to the left and to the right in a T intersection at the top of the stairs. Which way should we go? Always left. All right, left then. Oh, shit. I was not expecting a big room. That is a big room. It is a large rectangular room. The light from the sunrod and from the wizard's staff just barely reached the back of this chamber. There is an arc of faintly glowing runes on the floor to the northwest. The east side of the rune contains a battered Zolgath corpse slumped against the wall. But we haven't even been here yet. When you enter the room, your noses are assaulted by the bile that you've come to recognize as that terrible Zolgath stench. And just next to this glowing circle, the semicircle in the corner of this room, you see three Zolgaths that are uh, have a darker blue, almost royal blue tone to their skins. They're each holding a wicked-looking dagger made of obsidian. And they turn to you, and they hiss. Whiz, you hear, Ah, the intruders! Oh, hey. I say back in their language. Wiz just starts talking to them back and this just hissing back at them. I think he, I, I, I believe he's tongue. just trying to be uh, intimidating. 
Like, they hit, you hiss at me, I hiss at you, not realizing they're speaking a language. I'm just saying, hey. Everybody roll initiative. Round one, Moonlight, you start us off. I'll start off by asking the Slurk to move. He does. Where were these rolls last? I mean, <laughs> you were still bonding at that time. Okay, so I'll move closer and then throw a book at medium humanoid number one. I will roll a two for a 12. That's going to miss. Is it one of the Abadarian books? Yeah, it's not wet up here. I'm going to send me one of the, send me the golden Abadar book. Flies across the room, hits the wall on the opposite side and glows, shedding light in the back corner of the room. How useful. Peach pie, you're up. Yeah, so action one, I go into a rage. Action two and three, another sudden charge. And I get right up in there on medium humanoid one. On my way there, I'll drop my sunrod somewhere in the floor and uh, make an attack. 27 to hit. Ooh, 27 is a hit. I will deal him 11 damage. <laughs> that's a one on the die. Wow. that's uh, That's got to feel quite different from your normal one on the die. Sure does. Oh, man. Uh, tell me, please, how, what does Peach Pie look like when he flies into a rage and charges at this Zolgath? Like a giant clown and has a really big hammer. That's pretty much it. He has some potions strapped to him as well and a rainbow squirrel on his shoulder. Does Bernard give out a barbarian rage scream? Bernard would be like, tally ho! As though he's <laughs> like, you know, riding. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Then, yes, that 11 damage takes a good chunk out of that Zolgath. The one in the middle of the three. It's Peach Pie putting himself right in the shit. It is that Zolgath's turn. When you look at this one, or when after you end up smacking it, it actually takes a big, deep breath in. And as it does... Suddenly you realize that there are folds in its skin. And in between the folds of its skin, as it takes a big, deep breath in, these bulbous, green, pustulous bile sacs bulge out between the folds of its skin, and it starts oozing this green bile out of these sacs. Well, that's gross AF. It drips all over the dagger that it's holding, and it swipes at Peach Pie with that dagger. Ooh. And also, yes, go ahead and give me the fortitude save for the stench, because that was its activating it as a free action. Well, nat 20, so. Nat 20, you cannot be affected by all Zolgath stenches for one minute. Excellent. The Zolgath Bile Bearer gets a 30 to hit. Yeah, that's a crit. All right. He deals you 15 points of damage. And you're also going to need to give me another fortitude save. 24. You are just fine. Then it is going to slash at you with the dagger again. This time gets a 24 to hit. Hits. And that's going to deal you five points of piercing damage. And with his last action, he steps to the side of you, putting himself into position for his cohort to flank you. That's going to take us over to the wizard in the back of the room. I'm going to move 30 feet closer, and then I'm going to cast an electric arc. Um, this is Zolgath number one and Zolgath number two. So the first uh, Zolgath Biobearer will get a 22, and the other one will get a 26 to save. So both save. Take half damage, so that would be three damage. That's going to take us over to the Zolgath that's in the back of the room, one that hasn't been targeted yet. Spends his first action to stride up to the wizard. Why? Why are you attacking me? I didn't attack you, dick. And... Just attack your friends. I say that in his language. <laughs> I know that you're the most dangerous one in this room. You see that fucking distraction. No, I think it's the clown. He scares me sometimes. He looks back nervously at it for a moment. He's going to swing at you anyways. 
He just assumes that you're the classic wizard. Swings you with his dagger and gets a 20 on the die. Well, gonna deal fragile little wizard. 13 points of piercing damage. You need to give me a fortitude save. Is it versus poison? Uh, yes, it is. So I still get that plus two. It would be a 20 then. How long does the antidote last? An hour or? Six hours. Six hours. Nice. Okay. That is definitely a success. It's going to use its second action, th- sorry, third action, to get a little closer to Moonlight. And then after its turn, now we have this Olgath that steps up to flank Peach Pie with his partner. Oh, before I forget, the wizard and Moonlight and Jebediah and Turtle all need to give me fortitude saves for the Zolgath stench aura. 21. 17 is good. 17 is good. 14 for Moonlight. 14 fails, Moonlight. You are second one while you remain in the aura. And then for his second action, after stepping up behind Peach Pie, is going to be a dagger attack and hits Peach Pie for a 29. It's... I hate to say this, but don't forget flat-footed. Oh, you're right. 29, does that hit your flat-footed AC? Yeah. But is it a critical hit? Oh, um, flat-footed? Yeah, I guess it would be. Would be a critical hit. A total of 14 damage on the critical hit to Peach Pie. Okay. And is going to slash at you with his claws for a second attack. This one's a 13 to hit your flat-footed AC, which no. will not hit. That will be its turn. Next, Jebediah, it's your turn. I'm going to move up and use Turtle to move up as well, and we're going to create a little pincer maneuver on number three. The one that stepped up to your caster Try to buddies. save the, my new friend here, and I will attack with Turtle first. 23. A 23 will hit. Nine damage. Jeb's gonna swing back with a 26. 26 hits. 10 damage. 10 damage. Big slice on that guy. Yeah, looking good. Right. Then that's gonna take us up to the top of the order. Moonlight, it's your turn. This shit stanks. You're second. Jeb's positioning is definitely gonna change what I was gonna do. I was gonna do a line, but. Wouldn't be good for Jeb or Turtle if I did that, so... Instead, I will ask the Slurk to move back. I get it with an 18. You have to get to succeed that. Uh, I think we decided 13. My 13 now because it's more used to you. Mm-hmm. And I normally have a plus 8, but right now I only have a plus 7, so... Normally I only need like a 5. Right now I need a 6. Um, and then I'm going to... I'm going to throw the same book at Bile Bearer number 3 here. The one that got up close and hit the wizard. Yes. The one that's, yeah, like right next to me. We're going to get 22 to hit. That'll hit. We will bludgeon him for 11 damage. Another one bites the book. <laughs> like this, this book has to just be like covered in blood at this point. <laughs> this is the, the, the most gross kind of blood, too. Well done, Moonlight. You still keep adding numbers to the, the, those book deaths. You know, I, yeah. I I feel like I should be like adding a tally in that first like <laughs> the inside cover the, every time I kill somebody leaf. with yeah, it. Absolutely. After moonlight, peach pie. You well, flanked, buddy. Yeah, and I'm it gonna smells. Yeah, I'm gonna take a step action and just kind of make like a got like a, a four wide flank, five wide flanking chain kind of happening here, so that I am now flanking with turtle, and I will attack the Zolgath Biobearer one. Getting an 18 to hit. An 18 does hit. Excellent. Good old flat-footed. Well, that's Max Deep's 22. Hot damn. And I turn and look at his friend. That's two Zelgas with the caves, their skulls caved in. Yeah. Oh my. And I swing at the other one. Oh, I roll a five. Get an 11 to hit and miss. Not do it. After Peach Pie smashes that one like a rotten melon. It's the wizard's turn. The thing that hit you and made you bleed ow, is dead now. Uh, I'm just going to cast a ray of frost at him. Which, since it's cold, should do extra damage. 26 to hit. 26 hits. 
Uh, nine damage. Solid hit. He is still up, but solid hit. Anything with your third action? Cast shield. After the wizard shoots his ray of frost from across the room, the last remaining Zolgath suppresses his bile sacks and startled amazement at his companions being smashed into just little bits. Takes off down a hallway that you've yet to explore and runs out of sight. Maybe not quite out of sight. Jebediah, you have dark vision. You see down to the end of that hallway where you look, you see it looks like it uh, has another stack of rocks that kind of obscures the vision into another room that looks like it's being lit. Hard to see with what. But that Zolkath that ran away is just on your side of that stacked rock barrier. When he runs headlong into the gelatinous cube that was hanging out right at that stone rock barrier. He wasn't paying attention. He was just trying to get away and just sucks into it. Well, get wrecked, I guess. Jebediah, it's your turn. There's a cube right there, huh? I don't I uh, warned my people about the disgusting cube. And uh, it's going to post up, I guess, right here. Post up at the end of the hallway and be done. And after Jebediah, we go up to the top of the order. It's round three. Moonlight. Okay. I will, first action, I will dismount. Don't want to put the slurk anywhere near a gelatinous cube. And then I will cast shield on myself. And that'll be it. The cube doesn't necessarily do anything with its turn. It just sits there absorbing its Zolgath meal. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Well, Peach Pie will move 25 feet to get to here and be in ready to chase down this guy who ran away. And you'll see that there's a gelatinous cube there. And I'll be like, well, okay, I guess we're fighting this now. And uh, two action sudden charge and we'll make an attack. Get a 17 to hit. Good thing cubes are easy to hit. They are. 22 damage. Max deeps. And that is the end of my turn. Wait, are you still raging? I am still raging. Oh my. All right. Then after Peach Pie Angry Clown charges the gelatinous cube. By the way, I would like to point out that I am wearing big floppy clown shoes. So when I go charging <laughs> after things, it's just like flap, 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 flap. <laughs> yeah, cool. I love that. I love that. All right. Then it's the wizard's turn. Uh, he's going to move a little bit closer for his first action and then fire a uh, ray of frost. Wait, what does he know about uh, cubes? I do a check recall knowledge check on the gelatinous cubes yeah. that is an action yeah that's fine i uh, would be arcana give me a cultism is it oh shit holding that one nah man you're pretty sure that the gelatinous cube is weak to electricity man i uh, cast shield for my third action all right that was delivered in a very bad wizard impersonation. After the wizard, the now holding his breath, Zolgath taking acid damage, struggling inside of a gelatinous cube, Zolgath is going to attempt to escape with the dagger that he's holding and slice at the cube. Gets a 28 to hit. Deals the cube six points of damage, but is still stuck. So he tries another attack. 16 to hit hits. Deals the cubes. Another six damage. Still can't get himself out, though. Out of frustration, he swings it again and hits the cube for a third time with his dagger. This time for five points of damage. He cannot cut his way out of the cube and needs to continue holding his breath. Except for I did that wrong. He should have only gotten two attacks because he's slowed. I'm going to take five damage away. Bottom round three, Jebediah. It's your turn. Is this slowed from being in the cube? Yeah, when you're engulfed. You're slowed. You're slowed and grabbed. Shit. I'll move both me and Turtle up again, but I can't move enough to get a turn, so I'll stop right there. All right. 
After Jebediah, Moonlight, it's your turn. Moonlight will move up 25 feet. And that's really all I can do because none of my spells have enough range to hit from here. So I will cast shield and be done. I went ahead and added the acid damage to the Zolgath for continuing to be inside of the gelatinous cube. Takes five points of acid damage as he clings to life. Looks like he's screaming inside of the cube, but you can't hear him. Cube then takes two actions to use his engulf ability, which, if you remember from last time around, strides up to double its speed, which is 30 feet. He's going to slide up, so he's going to try to engulf all four of you, which would be the Zolgath he currently has engulfed, Peach Pie, Turtle, and Jebediah. So I need reflex saves from Peach Pie, Jebediah, and Turtle. 16. Jeb 12, Turtle 14. Gross, those are some terrible rolls. Yeah, that that was bad all around. Uh, The gelatinous cube now has four things hanging out inside of it. And you all take, oh my god, max dice rolls on the engulf damage. 12 on 2d6. Jeb, Turtle, and Peach Pie. And with its third action, it just sits and digests. Peach Pie, it's your turn. So I can make an athletics check to try and get out of this thing, right? Correct. You are slowed and you are grabbed as well. You're making an escape action. In the escape action, you can use athletics. Yes, you're using athletics to get to escape. That will be what I attempt to do. I get a 26, 28. 28 does successfully escape. So I was slowed. I used one action to escape. I still have a third action. Uh, I'm gonna smack him with my hammer. All right. Hit it. So 18 to hit. That it's. I deal it. 13 damage. I am done. All right. Peach Pie wallops the gelatinous cube. It makes that sound like, you know, when you smack jello on the top of it. It makes that. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Just big one of those. Well, it's the wizard's turn. All your new friends, for the most part, are inside of a cube right now. Fire Ray Frost, though. Pew. And roll a nap one. Ouch. Uh, third action. I'll step back some. Ten feet. Zolgath's going to make some more likely futile attempts to escape the cube. A slice at that place he's been cutting at with his dagger. Hits it and deals it five points of damage. A 20 is a critical on this thing. What's it? It's, it's, it must be 10. It is. But it can't be. It's immune to critical effects. So. Oh, sure never actually takes the critical damage, but yeah, it's not difficult to hit this thing. Unless you're Second, one. Unless you're a little one. <laughs> Second attack, the Zolgath did a slash at the cube from the inside again. Gets a natural 20 in the die. Doesn't fucking matter. Deals it eight points of damage and finally, finally, cuts its way free from the cube. And with its third action, steps out, heaving its breath. <sighs> its big sacks are inflating and deflating as it takes large breaths. How tall is a Zolgath? Uh, I don't know. Prob- probably a good six, six feet, maybe seven feet tall, I would imagine. Well, Some of them, he's... maybe these ones would be shorter because they're more, you know, almost roguey types. Whatever. As soon as he comes out of that gelatinous cube, he's got a giant clown staring down at him. <laughs> All right. Then that's going to take us to the bottom around four. Jebediah, it's your turn. I will attempt to escape. Athletics check or melee attack roll or... They're all the same, so we'll just... Basically. I'll fail. Yeah, you have gotten so unlucky on those athletics checks to get out of the cubes. You can do it again. No, the turtle's going to tag it. Do I take any negatives? Mm, your uh, turtle would be grabbed. Well, you're kind of flat-footed when you're grabbed, don't you? Flat-footed and immobilized. But that doesn't do anything for your attacks. Yeah, you're right. That's right. We've looked this up before. Always go back to one e-brain. No, nothing on the attacks. Swing away. I hit it. Yeah, easily. Do I rupture out? Seven points of damage is enough to rupture out. I do that and I get out. Yay, turtle. Turtle escapes. This seems uh, familiar. 
<laughs> right. Except there's no spider yet. Yeah. And that's going to bring us to the top around five. Moonlight. Still second. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a, something off the ground. Some rocks. Something. Anything. And it's a part of the part of the Zolgath uh, that's slumped against the eastern wall that was here before you rolled in, or one of the daggers from Zolgath on the ground. Let's do one of the daggers off the ground. Yeah, I don't know if there would necessarily be like rocks, just because of the nature of the clean floors. Oh yeah, seventeen to hit. But it's it's a dagger flying. We'll call it piercing damage. I deal it nine piercing damage. Nine damage right to the face. All right. And then third action. Back up a little bit. Just in case it decides it wants to charge me. And then I'm done. It's the gelatinous cube's turn. It is going to cube face smack peach pie for 14 to hit. No. And then it will use its second and third actions to do that good old engulf and move all the way to the end of the hallway where those stone rocks are piled up, taking Jebediah with him and attempting to engulf Peach Pie and that Zolgath once more. Yeah, all right, reflex, 16 again. The Zolgath also fails with an 18. And you both are going to take 11 points of acid damage as you are now once again engulfed in the gelatinous cube's body. The Zolgath, after being engulfed for a second time, no longer struggles and begins slowly dissolving into the cube. Peach Pie, it's your turn. Another athletics check to try and break out. 17? 17 will not. Well, we'll try again. This time in a minus five. Is it? Yep, because it has the attack trait. No, I fail. That you do. You have third action. No, you don't. don't. You're slowed. Aha. Then it's the wizard's turn. Ray of Frost. Pew. That one. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, my God. Wizard's not doing too hot. Okay. I take out out my pipe and smoke it. (laughs) With your third action? Yeah. That's frustrating. And that will take us down to Jebediah. It's your turn. Still in the cube. Well, you have deja vu. Yeah, I know this. I'll attempt my athletics check. I'll oh my stay god! There. Wow. And that one on Jebediah's athletics. Turtle's gonna bite it. She's grown fond of the taste <laughs> of the gelatinous cubes. <laughs> Twenty. I'll hit it for some damage. Twenty-four from Turtle's bite hits and six damage. Then after Jebediah, Moonlight, it's your turn. Jebediah's Somehow, been in that cube for a I managed time. to miscalculate things just enough that I can't actually do anything. Oh? Uh, yeah. If, if, even if I move up my full speed, I'll be 35 feet away from it. And like all of my spells are 34 range. So that sucks. So I will it move, did move away. So. It, yeah, it moved away. So I will move up and cast shield. Moonlight, you leave the area of where the stench from the Zolgaths are coming from, and you are no longer sickened. It's the cube's turn. The cube is going to smack Turtle with its cube face. Gets in that one on the dot and doesn't hit Turtle. But then uses its two actions to move 30 feet toward Moonlight. Hopefully engulfing Turtle. So Turtle needs to give me a reflex save. 24. Turtle's fine. And ends up just staying ahead of the cube as it lurches forward. Out of reach. Then it's Peach Pie's turn. Athletics. 25. 25 is successful. Second second action, I will attack it. Now that was that that was the attack trait, so Yeah, so I'll do it at my second one. Get a fifteen to hit. Still it's and deal it. Thirteen damage. After another large thwomp to the flat gelatinous surface of the cube, 
it finally quivers, shudders, and dissolves into a formless pool. Well, we're heavily damaged. Yes. Well, you guys figure that out. I'm going to go take a look at these runes. Can I read them? Well, as you go to investigate the runes, give me an arcana check. 23. When you kind of as part of your arcana check here, I'm assuming like you would cast detect magic. You get a sense of an aura of conjuration magic, and it would seem that it's tied to summoning in some way. It's hard to say how, though. It doesn't seem to be like a, a complete summoning circle. It's just a semicircle. It's not even half of a circle. It's a quarter of a circle. Do I know how to fuck with it? You would have to actually, say, physically damage the runes. You don't think that you are a strong enough spellcaster to be able to disrupt them with your own magic. But a simple way to disrupt rune magic is with physical breaking. Uh, do you know what language there would 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 the character would the wizard know what language they're in? Perhaps. Give me a sec. Peach Pie would come up to the wizard and Peach Pie wouldn't ask, but Bernard would. What language is this? Wizard. Magical runes in a language you don't recognize. You should smash it. An old language, probably. Hmm. Struidic. You should smash it, big clown man. Uh, I attempt to do so. I attempt to disrupt the runes. So as the wizard and the clown are standing around the circle of runes that are there, there's a, an opening in the corner of this room where these runes are. Oh. See, it must have been like some sort of secret door of some kind. But it quietly opens and then closes. Well, that was strange. I let everyone know that that just happened and suggest perhaps we head to somewhere safer to heal up. Perhaps not even in the tower anymore. I thought you guys did heal up while I was fucking around with that. Examining that would take probably at least 10 minutes. I'm going to need a lot more than 10 minutes of healing, I'm afraid. So should we head out to, like, the camp? Reminder of something Harlock said? There's a room, a secret room, on the first floor, across from where the main staircase is. Very well-hidden door. Huh. I am certain one of the two people who was there for that and still alive would remember it. That's why I brought it up. Let's go check it out. I mean, if guess if we remember, then yes. So we all retreat down the stairs, it sounds like, yes. Yes. We search for the hidden room that we were told about from Harlock. Okay, so I want everybody who's looking for it to give me a perception check. Natural 20. Oh, hot damn. Moonlight, you're moving up and down the hallway that's just at the other side of that central staircase that you just came down. You find this almost imperceptible door where you would have to push the door sideways and down to release it. It looks like some sort of moving stone door mechanism. Is it like something I could do, or is it like heavy? You have to try. Moonlight first checks it for traps. Matt. 15. You don't find any traps on this door. Looks okay to me. I try to open the door. When you push the door sideways, it, it easily glides to the right and then boom, slides down and just hits something and then slowly lowers into the floor revealing a chamber 30 feet back it's quite a wide chamber but this is a very large room that doesn't really seem to serve any particular purpose there are four alcoves at the back of this room against the west wall each bearing the image of a tower, only slightly different from the Aaron Tower in shape and size. But all towers. Does everybody go into the room? Uh, yeah, for sure. When everybody steps in, about maybe 30 seconds after you open the door, it, of its own accord, stone grinds, lifting the door back up to its original position. And it's 
cold in here. Take one point of cold damage. Do I see an opening mechanism on the side of the door? You think that you could probably do basically the exact same thing. It doesn't look like it'll be any different uh, on this side of the door. Okay. It's just very well hidden. I'm going to make some uh, medicine checks while you're doing that. Let's take two hours. Does a failed check put the cooldown on you? Yeah. I would assume so. Well, so on the first hour that we wait, I try again. I get a critical. That's good. And then if you spend an hour on it, then you get double that. And since we're going to spend about two hours doing this, you might as well. I will heal the somehow heal the burns from all the acid. <laughs> two hours into the cold snap, it somehow gets just a little bit colder. Not a whole temperature category colder. Just a little bit colder. This time around, an hour or two, you're going to take 2d6 of cold damage. That's six cold damage to everybody. Extra d6 is not just a little bit. <laughs> That's, you know, double. End of the third hour, still cold. Not 3d6 cold, still 2d6 cold. This time you're going to take four cold damage. Oh, God damn it. I'm going to take another 10 minutes then. <laughs> and now we all need healing again. Can I just save the... Yeah, fucking... God damn it. Remember you did over overheal yourself. I did. I overhealed myself by an even additional five from what I put there. So I don't know if that works or if I got to do it. Again. I would say that would go towards this. So I, I mean, we're myself talking about an hour two. two. You would take the four damage at the end of hour three, right? So that you might have to. I heal might off. be at four. Yeah. You might have. Four. I'm at four as well, then. I'll live with four. I would be at nine. You only overhealed me by one. That's like a third of my HP. I that's a quarter any healing, so that's I'm a, at eleven. That's a quarter right. of my HP. We need a round of heals, not a round of treatments. Does the does it stop being cold then? It does just out of nowhere become temperate all over again. Yeah, I didn't see that. Fuck this place. I'll heal the tree. Alright, I'll heal sense. I'll heal the uh the wizard. Back upstairs. Back upstairs. So then you all return to the room with the partial conjuration circle? Yes, let's go in there. Or break the runes at least. All right, I go start scraping oh, away runes. Hold on. Are we sure this is the best idea? I'm a wizard. Trust me. <laughs> yes, but we don't know what these runes are for. They could be intrinsic to what the tower does. See, I was Can wondering. Can you read these runes? No. Can you? We should just break it, okay? These guys are having the conversation right next to the uh, partial circle of runes standing outside of it. The door, the secret door in the corner opens. Hello? Can I make like a perception check or a seek action to see if I can see or hear something in there? Yeah, you can can make the seek action. It's just a perception check. It's just a perception check, right? What are you guys doing? I am not inside the runes. (laughs) Oh. I am inside the runes. What do I see when I see the, when the door opens? The wizard crosses the line that has the runes. Yeah. I get a 21 on that perception check. The shimmering outline of a humanoid man suddenly takes hold of the wizard. Oh, shit. Oh, hey. You're a lot handsy. It's invisible. And everybody outside the circle hears, Oh, nice. Oh, God. Do I understand it? The Wiz hears, Let me go, or I kill your friend. Is he invisible to me? Yeah, he's invisible to everybody. With him taking, like, hold of the wizard, you can see plainly, you know, what looks like an arm crossing the, the wizard's body in, like, some sort of hold. Seems like a pretty Just hostile say, action. Calm down, man. Like, uh, I don't even know what's binding you here. How do we let you go? Kind of like it hesitates for a moment. And everybody outside the party just hears the the wizard start whispering at it. The ruins bind me here. Oh, who's binding you here? Like, why, why would they do this to you? The summoners from centuries ago summoned me here and left me. What are you? 
Give me a knowledge nature check. 27. This is definitely an invisible stalker. They're an air elemental. They're invisible at all times. We speak an Orin. They speak an Orin. What are you going to do if we let you go? Leave this place. Are you going to go, like, kill shit? Do I know our... Would he, would he be evil? With a check like that, you know that invisible stalkers aren't inherently evil, but you also know that many times when a summoner is going you know to what? summon an elemental... Yeah, yeah, not inherently evil. We're good. Guys, it's cool. Like, you don't have to hold anything. Just, just break the symbol, like I told you. Just break the room. He lets the uh, the wizard go and just kind of takes an awkward stance with his hand on his airy hip. But he's invisible. Yeah, I guess. He's not bad. So we break the room? Yeah, if break the room. If you break the runes, it will disrupt the magic. I kind of look at him and like... So break the room good. Yes. Yeah, break the room good, guys. I'm not sure we should trust the incorporeal hand. Why not? Because it doesn't sound seem good. You're a talking tree. He's a creepy-ass clown. I don't even know what year it is. And we got a <laughs> druid over there that has a cat named Turtle. Yeah? Just let this dude go. I start trying to break the rune again. Okay. I the, see uh, is. You listen to some random wizard over your <laughs> fellow. I mean, I, I feel like I say this circus leader. <laughs> pretty confidently. Opposed diplomacy checks. Ooh, don't go down that road. Nope, I know, don't do that. I, I know <laughs> who's gonna win. I know who's gonna win. The other thing is, I'm pretty sure Ted told me he took glitter dust, so I'm also not too worried. I do have it. Yeah. The runes are engraved into the mud brick that this entire tower is made out of. You would just have to do any damage to the brick exceeding its hardness to disrupt the, the, the circle. Wait, wait, it's... The runes are, like, engraved into the stone? Yes. You said it was a long time ago that summoners, like, kept them here or bound them here. Yep. It's cool. It's cool. Hey, all, all I can ask is if they're part of some circus. If you run into these circus folk, cool. Don't fuck with them. I'm cool? just going to retreat to my plane if possible. Oh, what plane are you from? You guys can keep hitting the room. So I'm going to chat him up. This, this is very, very old. This is ingrained, engraved into the stone it's created from. I mean... This could be part of the functioning of the tower. Breaking this could make it even worse. Eh, I don't think so. I'm like, is that, is that gonna happen? I, I look at him and like, are you important to the tower? What? I didn't understand anything he said. Are you part of the tower? Are you like a power source or something? Or why were you bound here? Well, I, I was bound here so that the summoners could test their summoned creatures against each other. On the other side of this door is another, the other half of this circle that binds us. So you're like a dog, they're like dog fighting you guys? That's fucked up. I don't know what dog fighting is, but they did force us to fight. I saw it on some weird ass plane. Um, no, just keep hitting the room. What plane were you from? The plane of air. Sounds chill. It's very Does chill. You, do you explain that to the rest of us or do you just tell them to keep hitting <laughs> I, I want to say, like, I haven't decided to destroy the actual rocks. Once I understood that these are, like, engraved into the rocks, I'm a little more on Moonlight side now. It sucks because I can't, like, make a sense motive because it's not talking to me. I can't even see him. Well, what's, right. the worst, what's the worst of that, um, guys? But, I mean, if the wizard explains that that's what is being done and that they're being held against their will. Guys, they were, like, dogfighting oh. him. Like, it was fucked up. Yeah, they were being held against their will and being forced to fight. Moonlight will... He promised not to fuck with the circus, too. I made sure. I mean, can't you guys understand everything we're saying? No. No, no we can't. Well, that's weird. <laughs> Alright. I, I, like, I, like I like it how the wizard just, like, doesn't even realize when he's speaking, like, different languages. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just does it. Um, yeah. Yeah, once Moonlight hears that these guys are being held against their will to fight each other, even 
still reluctantly, like, not sure what's going to happen, Moonlight will, like, nod to Peach Pie and be like, okay, do it. I, I uh, go back to talking to him, too. I'm like, hey, uh... 15 we minutes. Were, we were told to, uh, cleanse some evil or something? Was it cleanse some evil, you guys? Clink goes the mall on the mud brick, and it doesn't quite deal enough to deface the mud brick. Does it seem to do anything? The mud brick is hard. So you're saying it didn't beat its hardness? It didn't beat its hardness. Problem is, is I don't know if we can beat its hardness. You just have to roll a 12 instead of an 11. Technically. (laughs) 15. Right? It must have a 15 hardness. Nope. That was was just an attack. 13 probably hits it. Yeah, you don't need to roll it to hit on this. 14. Just keep rolling. I mean, eventually you're going to roll a 12. 12. Eventually I'm going to roll it. Well, he does. I'm going to keep talking to this guy. Like, hey, man, like, we're supposed to cleanse some evil and shit from the tower. You know anything about it? I don't know anything of any evil, but these lizard creatures moved in not too long ago. You see a lot of them go up the tower? They mill about. How many would you say? A couple dozen? A couple hundred? Ten? Two? Was just those three? What? Doesn't. Ask him what's in the other room, his counterpart. Oh, what's in the other rooms? I haven't been able to see outside of the confines of the circle since my summoning here, so when I they, don't know what it looks they, like beyond. I'm the other fighting, thing is fighting. Yeah, when they had you fighting each other, what else were you fighting? Is it like more of you or like more of other types of you? Uh, depending on the day, most of the often. It was against others of my kind. He explains to you that in the other summoning circle, there's also basically the other portion. Not still, again, not a full circle, but now it's a more proper semicircle when you put the two rooms together. Uh, in this one, he explains, I tried to convince one of them to let me go when they first arrived. They couldn't understand me, lost my temper and throw him against the western wall. One of those guys that we just killed? Or one of the guys that came with the guys we just killed? Yeah, there was a crumpled corpse when we first came into that room. Oh, good work, man. Yeah, that was the second one that I killed. They're nice. frustrating creatures. Yeah, they smell they real smell. bad. I can't smell them, but I trust you. They look disgusting. All right, as uh, Peach Pie is just sitting in the background, Tink, Tink, Tink on the mud brick floor. After a little bit of time, you see this flicker. Like and with each hit, Moonlight gets more nervous. Like, is this the right decision? <laughs> There's a lot of time. How many hits we got in? That was here? a lot of swings. <laughs> it was just chilling, just talking. That's like 11 plus the first. 13 one, is so what I count. 12 or 13. Yeah. So for which you know, realistically at three per round, I would I would almost think you'd taken more of a calm approach to it and would do probably more like, like one a around or two. Just one around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be like still a minute and a half or so, just swinging so, away. As soon as yeah. it happens, I uh, clap my hands and I'm like, "Hey, good job, big guy." Uh, hey, so we promise, like you're not fucking with the circus, right? You just don't leave and go back to your lair. No, I don't even know where your circus is. You should check them out. I hear they're really good. My, my best friends used to be in it. Well, I don't believe I'll be staying on this plane for long, but I'll consider it. Thank you for your kindness. Peace. <sighs> Disappears. I mean, it was invisible, but, you know, yeah. exits so. the room. Jeb helps us avoid encounters with animals, and the wizard helps us avoid encounters with stranglers. <laughs> I almost wonder if I could have talked to the spider. Uh, that is, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you a hero point for that one, Ted. Okay. Well done. I like that. That was tons of fun. I searched this area that was inside his rent, the circle. Is there anything else good in here? Did he have anything? Nah, there's just nothing in there. What's on the other side of the door here? What's in this room? The other side of the door is the mirror of the room that you just came from. And it looks like this is probably the passage that they would use to open for the two summoned creatures to fight one another. 
And on that far western wall, there's a Zolgath that was thrown with such force against the wall that it actually broke part of the wall. And that's it in here. Shall we head west then? Sure. I see, see just the hint of some more hay beds. So I think we're in for some more dinos. Which you would you would see. You would be able to see past those stacked stones leading back. And you see a couple of uh, straw beds. Looks like there's a pillar right in the middle of the section of that room that you can see into. And everybody give me perception checks. 20 for Moonlight. That'll be the best one. Yeah, Moonlight's, Moonlight's got the best on the board here with the 20. Uh, you hear some small shuffling sounds coming from the room ahead of you. I'll stop everybody and be like, sounds like there's something ahead. How do you approach? Can I tell, oh, does it sound like heavy shuffling or is it just like... Medium humanoid feet shuffling. Oh, okay. Several humanoid creatures. I feel like Peach Pie is probably not very good at being stealthy. No, I was just looking at that. I'm not. I feel like we just waltz in and see what happens. I think so. All right. And who said they went into the room first? Probably Peach Pie and Jeb. A campfire as uh, Jebediah and Peach Face cross the stacked stones. Peach Face? Peach face. Sorry. Peach pie. Damn it. (laughs) Peach pie. Cross the threshold. A campfire illuminates this long room and a row of broad square columns bisect it. Uh, Rough pallets for a dozen or so Zolgaths are scattered throughout the room here. And the creature's foul stink is strong. I was going to say, can you imagine how bad that smell? Oh, yeah. It looks like maybe at the far end of the room is another set of stacked stones leading out into another hallway similar to this one. You would think maybe the circle back around coming from when you had the choice to go left or right at the stairs, maybe. Wait, I just figured it out. Hmm. I get it. The stacked stones are there to, like, control the gelatinous cube patrol path, right? You just figured that out? Bingo. (laughs) They just don't bother to push over the stones. Also, the invisible stalker was safe because when it got close to the runes, it gave the the cubes like a little static shock that they just took as, nope, I'm not going that way, and just went around it. Like a Roomba? Yeah, kind of like a Roomba. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Roomba cube. Oh, man. Imagine having like a, a little small, not a huge, like large cube, but just like a little short stack cube that's maybe a foot by a foot. Just go around and quote vacuum. Try, try to kill you. Oh, that too. <laughs> Engulfs you whenever it gets the chance. <laughs> All right. Ahead in this room, it looks like there's another hallway that turns off to the left, about halfway down this room, next to the fire. Creatures? What? No, a hallway leading to no, the but, east. But are there creatures? Oh, no. No, there's not. Oh. Weird. Well, do we want to go down south or do we want to go into the middle room? Let's see what's in the middle and then go down south. Check out the middle room. As you cross closer to the campfire, everybody give me a perception check. 26. 24. 25 from Jeb. Probably everybody but Moonlight. (laughs) We've got a 13. (laughs) Everybody is kind of getting closer. I would say... Peach Pies, you're right around here, just about to pass the second column of the four that are in this room. So you kind of get line of sight into this room. You hear some low whispers. They're coming. I say in a voice loud enough for everybody to hear, I believe they're setting a trap for us in there. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yes, how about some AOE spells? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, everybody get themselves into the room. I pull out my potions. Peach Pie just barely manages to catch the ambush before it gets sprung. And just inside of this room, standing next to 
a large gong are three Zolgaths. A large gong. God, we need that for the circus. I'd hit it with my giant hammer. It's <laughs> just, just wait, just wait. Okay, we're gonna roll initiatives. Three measly little Zolgaths. Certainly, they won't be any problem for our heroes, right? That gong definitely isn't going to summon a whole bunch more of them to fight us, right? Find out next week as we continue The Extinction Curse. We here at MinMax want to thank you, our friends and fellow adventurers, for joining us. On our website, we've got backstories and art for the new characters. Check that out. And if you'd like to chat with us and other fellow MinMaxed adventurers, come and join our Discord. It's growing every day. It's kind of astonishing to us, and it's full of fun and nerdy conversations. And finally, if you'd like to know about how to throw a little financial support towards MinMaxed, check out our Patreon. We can't tell you how much we appreciate our patrons. Your generosity really does help keep this show running. We'll see you again next week, and until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.